Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. This is episode 94 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and it's just a two-man crew today with my fellow co-hosts, me and him anchoring. Uh, Johnny, introduce yourself, man. Hello, world. Just Johnny tapping in again, baby. Good to be back. The analyst, not the advocate. Yes, sir. The analyst, not the advocate. So, with that being said, we dive into it. We may be a little bit behind, but believe us, we've been wanting to do this for a minute to the point where it's just two of us now. So now we're basically coming here with a bunch of football action packed, technically, strictly the biggest match of the event that happened occurred last week at the time it's recorded, the Super Bowl. Now, some of you guys may have been tuned into the last episode, episode 93. We had discussed, give our predictions. The majority overall was Team Eagle. I believe one person may have been just the Chiefs. Uh, but overall, it was an equal unanimous decision, uh, near unanimous decision. Obviously, the Eagles didn't get the W as much as we like, as much as, as the fan side of me coming out. Uh, I'm usually unbiased, but the fan side is coming out. Um, I wanted us to get the W, uh, cause I didn't know how long we would take to get back to the Super Bowl, even though looking at the roster ahead in the future, it seems like we may be in good hands, but, uh, we'll dive into that later. So with that being said, let's go in and dive into the Super Bowl. Listen, man, the Eagles lost. Uh, it, it feels the, the loss is confusing, controversy. Even though a player, one of the main players in the whole action of it, came out and said, "Yeah, you know, I actually did. You know, it was a hold. I hope the refs wouldn't have noticed it." Quoted out his mouth, Johnny, just his name, please. I got to make sure I don't. Um, I can't believe I had missed this. What's his name? The one that was holding. Forgot his name. The one that was making hold. Oh, um, what, um, I think, uh, I can't believe I forgot. Who, that uh-huh, the uh, who, that got called for the hold on? Yeah, they got, they got called for the hold on us. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so yeah, I, don't get me started I, on that. That's I what you off at? Listen, so I want to just dive into that. That might have been, been the most controversial, impactful call. Some people say, well, it wouldn't have got to that point had the defense did what they were supposed to. And granted, yes, that is true. Uh, I'm more of the sign leaning towards, hey, uh, if we play defense, we don't even get put into a situation where it has to be made on a call. Um, just give me your thoughts, Johnny. Let's just tackle the controversy that was in the room. Just give me your thoughts on the just the call well, itself, all, how you think impacted the game, and why you think it absolutely, absolutely. And first of all, forget this crap because I'm gonna tell you this now. Before I even dive into that, I just want to get a quick sidebar. The reason we took so long for this, and yes, if if, if our listeners should know it well. The majority of us on this on this panel are Eagles fans, all right, and it hurt, all right. We had the me personally. I took a hiatus. I don't know about you, see, but I took I I I just went in a dark mode, all right. I went in a dark uh, mode for for like two days, all right. I just, I just about, sat there. I just I couldn't even like like you said, not to be a fan, not real fast, but we just gotta we just gotta let it out for a second because at the end of the day, that we were the favorites. We had the better team on paper. I, it just I haven't felt this way since 2004, dare I say. Mm, I'm just yeah, yeah. then. It hurt. Like, oh, oh, it hurt. But an event, it, the events leading up to my pain, <laughs> to our uh-uh. shared pain, one of, the, one of the events leading up to our shared pain, it's like you said, that controversial holding call. And my thing is this. I'll tell you, uh, the way I feel about it is, okay, first of all, Bradbury admitted and he admitted that he held him a little bit. He thought the rest would slide. My rule is, I'm not a, m- me personally, right? I'm not 
a position coach by any stretch or any means. I'm not a ref. I'm not a I'm not a professional by any means. But at the right. end of the day, it's you. I, I feel like you got to call it both ways or don't call it at all. There was another call uh. before earlier. I want to say with Devontae Adams was held and before and that call and, that, and that, there was a no call there. I mean, at the end of the day, technically he grabbed him. I don't know if it was in the five foot rule, but he did let him go. He let him go. I don't. At the end of the day, I personally feel like they should have took a second look at it. I wish you could challenge calls like that. I totally disagree in my personal opinion. Mm. It was a throw up play by Pat Mahomes, which I will give him some credit. Again, the advocate, not the analyst. He 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 mm. he, he he saw a matchup that he wanted to take a chance on. He saw. Uh, he saw a one-on-one matchup and he threw it up. He he threw it up a little early, whether he threw it up late or whatever. The way the fact is, he threw it up. The ball was in the air. Bradbury got caught on the with his left hand on the side of Juju Smith-Schuster's waistline. I want to say a second and a half. I don't even think neither one of those players knew the ball was in the air at that time. Um, I I feel like there's no chance he can get it at that point. But at the end of the day, I guess Pat Mahomes being the player that he is with that type of awareness, you know, he's just, he made a football play right there. And the rest, he put the rest in the position, put the rest in the position, a call, a controversial call. It hurt. Bradbury admitted it. That's why I don't want to stand on it too much. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like it's it should be a no call. I feel like it should have been a no call, not mainly because it was a call on our end that we didn't get in reference to that as well. But for them to call that on their side at that most pivotal part of the game, I right. I, I have to disagree with that. Mm. And, um, and and that was really where the main controversy were. I think it was mainly because maybe not more so the call, maybe the fact of, man, a great game like that, you got two of the best young quarterbacks throwing haymaker at the haymaker. Uh, man, you got to let the game end out, and, and, you know, the way it should end out. What we wanted to hand out. Uh, that was yeah, really more bro, of the argument. That was really absolutely. More of the argument. And my thing to that is, it's like you got to, like you said, two quarterbacks going ham for ham. And I'm just, and honestly, to be honest, if you look at, I, you check the stat line, it 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 just blows my, it just blows my mind because if you if you ask me, like, I mean personally, like on Pat Mahomes' side, he did what he had to do. But if I mean looking at the stat line, he only had 182 yards passing. If you were to tell me going into the Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes is going to have 182 yards passing, I'd have thought he got hurt or he didn't finish the game. He had three touchdowns, 21 for 27. So I guess he made the plays when it counted. Kelsey, like we stated before in a previous segment, would be a problem as he was. Um, uh, 81 yards, about a, a touchdown. He utilized his running backs very well. Um, not only in a running game in the in the second half, but but also like you know a little bit in the uh, catching game. McKinnon had uh, had three had three snacks for about fifteen yards. Uh, timely first downs. It was just timely catches. But like you said, um, quarterbacks going back and forth like that. Honestly, if if the if if it wasn't the Eagles, if it wasn't our team in it, that would have been a great Super Bowl. Like that was one of the most competitive. No, honestly speaking, it would have been a great Super Bowl. That's what, honestly, you know what kills me about the Super Bowl. It's one of those Super Bowls you really look at it from a different variety of angles, and you just say, "Man, we could have won that." 
We could have won that. We could have won that. We should have won that. And I think that's what's the agonizing part. It's almost like you know the victory was in right within our reach. And, you know, some people will point out Jalen Hurts' fumble, which doesn't make sense to me because I think he he actually had a touchdown a little bit, maybe after the fumble. Uh, yeah, closing the second. half. Uh, right. Yes, sir. So, that's honestly, me, me personally, I, sometimes when people bring it up to me, I, I actually forget about the fumble. And then it's like, you did weird. fumble. No, yeah, it's weird. But then it's like because he's so good with the football. That's why he's so good right. with the football. It's weird. What I think, I mean, shoot, have we seen that all season? I no, have. Honestly, I can't. Yeah, it's that's weird. why sometimes that's I forget. Why. Yeah, people bring bring it up, and I I forget. Wait, he did have his fumble, but but he literally recovered after that. Not after that, but you know, he made a play where you saw the mental, like the mob mentality is there. Not to overuse that, but the mentality of focus and there. He didn't get rattled. He didn't get not like, yeah, he was really calm and under control. And a quarterback like that, so young, when he had that type of poise, uh, he's only meant for greatness, uh, seriously, in that situation. But, I yeah, mean, just, shoot, ahead, to your point, I mean, to your point, like, like to, to your point, 300, threw for 300 yards, uh, a touchdown, and ran for three. Uh, I broke broke a, what do you first uh broke uh history made history with that first Super Bowl first quarterback in Super Bowl Super Bowl with three rushing touchdowns. Um, I mean, shoot, man, he was like the only quarterback. I think he joined what other than uh, what was it like? I think it was like uh, Jalen Hurt. I, I think it, I think it was Tom Brady and uh Joe Montana, as far as his like as far as Super Bowl performances. Uh, he he was he he's clearly established himself as the upper echelon in the games where it mattered the most, and I I I, I gotta say, man, he he impressed me. Like if you look at the, I, I think I think he's the only quarterback other than Tom Brady, and to throw for Ooh. over three hundred yards and lose, I believe was it? I think what was it? Atlanta Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl when they blew that twenty eight to three lead. How many yards did Brady give him in the second half? Almost freaking 500 yeah he gave him almost four or five hundred yeah yeah Literally. bro so i mean and i mean but oh, that was the come, but that was the comeback but uh that was the comeback win but i think jalen hurts threw for over 300 and he and he lost i forgot what other quarterback did that but well i'm mean, that's honestly, rare i don't I mean, think who, that ever happens in the super bowl no it, it doesn't and if, it, you usually, know the quarterback they, the team, teams usually come out uh you throw for over 300 yards score for score over 35 plus points over 30 plus points usually come out with a win like it's ridiculous we should have won that you're supposed and and that's what and that's why i got to bring it back to this point um i feel like this super bowl um honestly speaking you'll you'll never really be able to stomach it because it's just the fact of man we were this close to doing it and we should have done it our defense completely failed us we got to bring the transition to to that I mean, man, let's talk about the defense. I think the number one culprit in our demise, uh, I say, I tell people when they ask me about the Super Bowl, it's really a tale to a two halves, right? Uh, it was the Eagles' time the first half. And then it was basically, to a certain extent, I, you know, I see what you're trying to say about Patrick Mahomes. You look at his stats, you compare it to hers. You say, man, come on now. Mahomes, right, like you said, someone was to tell me that would be his stats. A hundred, right. You would say, man, he must have been hurt or he just didn't finish the game. But he really, another one of those testaments of the defense simply, defense carried them. Our defense failed us. They executed plays that they had to. We did. 
And it sounds and it's crazy to say that we didn't execute plays when we clearly was neck to neck with them hanging in there. So I, I gotta swing it back to you, the defense. Listen, getting it, it he's gotta leave, right? Does he have to leave? What are you thinking? Are you putting the entire blame on him? You feel like that's not the case? Uh talk to me, John. You're like, what are we saying over here? So this is this was tough for me because um as I always I always state this, um I keep it real. We all keep it real. We all, we all be, we're all honest with the mistakes that we have made. The, we'll, 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 we'll make predictions or we'll, we'll stand on a point that we feel is correct. And, but at the end of the day, if we're wrong, we're wrong. Once again, I have to admit, I was rotten for Gannon all season. Um, previous segments, I've stood on Gannon's defense. Um, I, I, and, and the craziest part, <laughs> Ironically, the thing that he failed at, the the biggest thing that he failed at, was the thing that I was standing on him the most, and that was making adjustments. Um, I took pride in him in the Jacksonville Jaguars game, where I think we shut them out in the second half, which enabled the comeback. Um, ah, uh, I want to say the New Orleans Saints game, even though that was a loss. I don't think they scored in the second half. I think you shut them out as well. We just couldn't pull it together at the end. I think they, if they did score, I think I, don't, I think he, we did shut them out. But I, I, I thought he was that type of coach that could do that. I thought he, I thought he was one of those coaches that saw a problem and he was able to adjust. And he did not do that at all. He did none of that at all. Eric Bieniemy just had his number in the second half. I mean. It was ridiculous. I mean, and, and at the end of the day, I feel like, so I will say this. I will say this. Kelsey had a very quiet second half. And I think he either over-focused on shutting Kelsey down and just straight disregarded, like, his coverage. Because the one thing I noticed in watching it is, why are we playing so far back? Why are we playing? Why are we not playing up? Why are we playing so far back? Why are we not trusting our corners that we have on the outside? We're giving these guys too much time. Where's the blitz? Where's the rush? Where's the stunts? Where's the where's put? I, I, Mahomes had I, he he was unpressured. He was unpressured. He was unbothered. Um, our D backs are playing soft. We we just there was a there was a play where they ended up scoring back to back touchdowns the same way on the outside. Me. Man, you remember that? They only they just scored pissed, on the on opposite was, sides, but they did it twice. Two straight drives. I said, and and, 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 really, break, and honestly, remember, wow, yeah. And then breaking that play down, I think Sky Moore had one. Now I'm gonna tell you this: I will give some credit again, advocate, not I'm not an advocate, just an analyst. I do want to give some credit to um Andy Reid and Eric B. Those guys studied film. Those guys studied film. They they saw a hole in our defense. I'm not gonna lie, we fell for the jet sweep a lot last year as part of the defense. That's one of the things that we struggled to keep up with was the jet sweep. I felt like that was the main focus that they, that they, that the defense put on in this upcoming game. And um, uh, there was a play where Sky Moore scored. He went in motion in fake motion and went back the way that he came. We didn't switch. They hiked the ball. He was wide open on the far left. Um, there was another play. He ran the exact same uh, motion. On the opposite side, I forgot who scored on that side. We fell for it twice, and um, and that that's and at the end of the day, that's a testament to coaching. That's Jonathan Gannon. 
You have to recognize that. Why don't you recognize that? You should have been on that iPad at the end of that first touchdown, and you should have saw what they did, and you should have been looking out for that. They ran the same exact play on the opposite side. That is sad, man. That's sad to say as an Eagles fan. That's sad to say well, he could not make those adjustments that was needed. And that, that, that was up. one of them. That was one of them. Just, so, so, in, just in all around. In addition to that, it was just the lack of – I, I thought the coverage was soft. Um, I thought he put players in bad positions. Um, I did not. I thought he played scared. Not, not scared. I thought he played complacent. I thought and he the more, played complacent. It was a little bit of softness there. And the more and more I hear you, the more and more I get a little bit upset, honestly, because I say, man, how often do you have your competitors playing as bad? Like, let's like, like, let me really bring it down to you, just how bad the Chiefs were playing in the first half to really put it in perspective for those that really weren't watching it, and why it's so frustrating when they when you post that, man, we should have been up on practically on some Atlanta Falcons versus the Patriots type time. We should have been on, up yeah. that. By that much, literally, we should have been up by Definitely. that much. Uh, but man, what would have been her more hurtful if we had the same sequence as the Falcons? Uh, man, I don't know at that point, but thank God for that. But let's not get off topic a little bit. But yeah, let me break it down to how they really play. So, listen, you gotta think about it like this: the Chiefs wide receivers, that whole first half, Juju, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Marquis. Marcus Camp, whoever, they just combined for two receptions for 11 yards. Credit to the Eagles' defense. Once again, the number one ranked pass defense executed flawlessly. Uh, listen, the Chiefs' offense, they had no solutions on third down, especially in the first half. They only got to the third down three times, and they didn't convert in any of them, right? Time of possession now. Man, it's and then Mahomes. We listen. He had actually got Eight hurt minutes, in the first bro. half. I was about people, to say that's a people test forgot trick. that he low key really. And I was like, I don't wish injuries on nobody. I always say the athlete, whatever great player gets injured, they take away the joy of the entertainment of the game for me. But if Patrick Mahomes looked like he, re- I said, God keep him out for at least another good ten minutes in the second half, please. So I was hoping for that a little bit. Uh, that's just the, the equal bias. I'm talking the same way, out. see. We don't wish nothing on nobody, but, 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 but we don't wish career to be over. I but just take, take a breather, my homie. We don't wish it. Sit down for a little bit. Wish it right. Take a time. Uh, enjoy the nice view. Your family came up to see you, buddy. Nah, let me stop. Nah, with that being said, nah, honestly, uh, that was just, just a tip of the iceberg for me to break down just how bad the Chiefs were uh, the, the first half. And that's why it's like, man, you don't get chances like that. The Patriots was on fire all. Yeah out the gate. We was going war to war with the Patriots. It was just fire. The the Chiefs and Eagles, we dominated. In the second half, we should have carried that in with that momentum, but we just didn't execute. Sure carried it. Uh, it's honestly, just disappointing. It, yeah, bro, and and honestly, like like you said, we should have carried it. It should have been more at the second half, because even take away that, even adding that that accidental fumble scoop score, um uh by Jalen, uh that scoop school by the Chiefs, we we're still we still should have been up even more. Like but at the end of the day, like you said, it's just like it was just we time of possession was very big here. All right. Let's just say that first of all. Like I liked what I liked what they were doing. I like what we were doing as the Eagles. I like what we were doing on the offensive end and like just converting, converting, converting. Eight minutes and six seconds. Eight minutes and six seconds of offense the Chiefs had. That got to the third time, the, the, the third down marker three times, like you said, couldn't convert. They're off the field. 
and we're just bleeding them, bleeding them, bleeding them, and, they're, and we're closing it out with touchdowns, closing it out with touchdowns. And I'm just like, keep the foot on the neck. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like I spoke on it before with the complacency and the playing soft, I felt like we did that offensively as well, which let them back in the game. Another play I want to bring up, see, man, this killed me, bro. Um, the the Kadavius Tony almost return, pump return touchdown. Oof, my, my good. First of all, Aaron Stephon, what are you doing? Make heart. a tackle, bro. It's the uh, Super Bowl. Dive and get in there. I felt like, my what heart. are you doing? Stephon's over there just diving. Like, I don't know if he was scared or what. Make a come on, bro. Make a play. Attempt it, to make a play. When that's it, neither here nor there. But that 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 was at the end of the day, the Chiefs get the ball at the two yard line, and I don't care if you're the if if you're the Eagles defense, the number one defense, the nineteen eighty five Bears defense, the Chiefs are gonna score. All right, I don't care who you are. The Chiefs get the ball at the two yard line on your two yard line, they're getting it in. Let's talk about how that happened, first of all. That pump return doesn't happen if we don't like we call it we we're third and two, right? Leading up before that punt return is third and two. We throw the football. We we it's a passing play, incomplete, and we punt the football. One of the fewest punts in the in the Super Bowl, uh, and uh, that's just not how we do things. See, what are we known for? Running the football. Like what do you get? Worst comes to worst, fourth and one, you just go for it again. We get we, like we're, we're fourth down conversioners. We're third down conversioners. Like we're third down conversion team, fourth down conversion team. What is we're running football team? It's it's third and two, and and you pass? Are you kidding me? Incomplete pass. You pump the football. Kadavius Tony takes it down to our two yard line. Like what is with the complacency? What is with the soft calling? What is with the softness? Like I, I was I was surprised. This is not the Eagles team that I saw in the second. This second half Eagles team. Was not the Eagles team that I saw all season. It, it was not. It disgusted me. Wow. I mean, I mean overall, I mean, this was just one of those games where we look back at it now. We look back at it five, ten years, and when we just say, "Man, that was ours." Uh, I said it in the group chat. I don't know where everyone in the group chat and from the pod killed me because. I really was just, I really was defeated. I, I didn't know how to feel angry, upset. Just, I didn't know how to feel about the loss. But man, I didn't feel it, this man. way. I didn't feel this way since I had the Seahawks being the Patriots in that interception at the one yard line. That was the last time I felt oh, just defeated. You had money I, in that game, see? I didn't, I didn't, yo. Oh my, man, you don't even get it. Cause <laughs> like, you don't get it because a minute before, I really was just calling, like, yeah. And then it was just like, man, like, how fortunate. Seriously, you can't make it up. And Listen, bro, ass. you weren't wrong with this one, bro. You, I, I, Like I said, I had you I, had I wasn't you back. wrong with that one. You weren't. Uh, bro, every, we, we had it. We were one, what, one and a half point favorites? We had this. We were the better team. It's just coaching, bro. We were out coached. So we this were just out coached, man. They saw a hole in us. They saw a hole. They they exploited it and we did not adjust. Did you know Isaiah Pacheco had seventy six rushing yards? And, like are and, you they, like Andy Reid ran the freaking football? How about that? And who runs the football in the Super Bowl? <laughs> like let's look at it, man. Who other like like you said, other than the Seahawks of the, the Seahawks Patriots game, who runs the football in the Super Bowl? Like he, had, he ran the football. He just took it back old school style. Bled us first down after, after first down. Mahomes scrambled. 
what, 44 yards? Uh, we just couldn't contain him, hobbling like a, like a, like a, like a lost deer, like a hurt deer that got hit by a car, just limping, and we just still can't catch him. But I will say this in, in terms of this, because after we talk about this, I want to talk about the the future. We talk about the yeah, present. Yeah, we gotta talk bad. about the yeah, future. Yeah. No, no, you're right. No, no problem. We gotta talk about the future. I do want to say this. Uh, really, gotta get your thoughts on that. We, before I touch on that, uh, man, um, Patrick Mahomes had a few over my dead body, do or die. You know, listen, give me the ball, fourth quarter. You know, he just, I, I won't lie. Uh, you know, most guys were really, you know, they scared. But the big moment like that, he never shied from it. He was ready. And uh, he showed the intangibles which shined out the most, uh, no matter what. Any quarterback would have been flustered uh, being down. And you see your team struggling as hard as it did. Uh, but he never gave up hope. You saw how he encouraged the teammates, talked to them. You know, Jalen Hurts was doing the same thing, honestly. You know, those guys are both phenomenal young quarterbacks. Uh, the first two black quarterbacks to match up against each other in the Super Bowl, uh, they both got, you know, like historic, you know, futures ahead of them. I believe so. I mean, we know Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Famer. He's only five, six years into his league. He's already a first Man, 27 years Famer. old. And yeah, first 27 years old. He, he might be, ch- bro, he might chase Brady another four years. He keeps at, th- at this pace. Yeah, that's crazy. He might chase Brady. I, I don't know if Tom Brady's going to play like Kareem Abdul. Is he going to hand the football to <laughs> Man, listen, bro. I'm telling you, man. At the end of the day, like you said, we got to give them their flowers. I'm not an advocate, just an analyst. I mean, what was it? I'm sorry. I got the stat wrong earlier. It was Mahomes joined Tom Brady and Montana and Joe Montana as the only as the only quarterbacks in the NFL with multiple Super Bowls. And um, uh, Mm. one of few, I I think, uh, Les Elway with the Broncos. If you, yeah, Elway. Elway or Aikman, I'm not sure. I think L.A., but it, it probably Elway, Bronco, I think Aikman, maybe. I'm not sure, but uh, he's one of few. That's all. That That's what that comes down to. But he's one of few, and um, he might be at, at the age of 27. He's still just tapping into his prom. I think at the end of the day, we're going to have Josh Allen sickness. Like, we know what Josh Allen – we know how Josh Allen feels. Like we're just gonna, it's gonna have to, it's gonna go through him, man. He's the new him, bro. Like to 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 get back to where we were in 2017, that's the new man to beat. We took, we got our revenge on Brady. We got a new man to beat, bro. We it's gonna go through Mahomes, man. I gotta give it to him. It's gonna go through him. And and not only that, the intangibles that shine with uh, Mahomes definitely want to give a shout out. I feel like maybe maybe no one really missed them, but you know. I don't hear about him too much as Nick Bolton. Man, he played out of his mind that game, Nick Bolton. I mean, you got to think about it. He was all over the field and making a lot of plays. He's one of those guys, this is why I say, man, if you can find a way to impact the game anyway, just find a way to impact. I feel like our guys didn't do that on the defensive end. I feel like that's what – it's the little stuff that end up making a big difference. People don't understand it. Uh, So, you know. I mean, shoot, I mean – I mean, listen, Nick Bolton, eight tackles. Nick Bolton, give him his props. I mean, like you said, shout him out. Maddox came back. He actually gave us a showing. Six tackles in his own right. TJ, five. Um, it was no picks that game, which was pretty cool. Clean football, good, um, good for entertainment. But like you said, it was those no-name players. Nick Bolton, I like Will Gay also. Will Gay gave us a problem, man. He was a problem. 
Not gonna lie. And then you gotta think about it, because the Chiefs end up using Kadarius Tony because the first half they was just, I didn't I didn't know what the Chiefs were, were trying to how they were trying to utilize him. The second yeah. half, man, no. Well, let's just say this. So it's a so it's a fifty fifty thing. Fifty percent was our defense was was just uh yeah he couldn't be any more wide open to score a touchdown the way he was again. I ain't never seen a guy that much free reign to score. Our defense was that awful. Yeah, and bro. his punt return was the longest return in Super Bowl history. So Kadarius, you know Tony, I yeah, mean, he's another factor, another one. I mean, he mentioned him early, mentioned him early, but you know. Yeah, I'm about to say only only a catch for five yards, but hey, that five yards was a touchdown and it hurt us. And then that punt return. So, like he's, I was always aware of him. I liked him as an early as a as a mid season pickup, I believe, from the Giants. They got him from. Um, he was going to be one of my. I had him. We had a we had a segment. We were talking about like surprise players in the NFL so far, and he was he was on my list, man. Uh, so I was very aware of him late though, late bloomer. That kid's a, that kid's a baller, man. The underrated pickup. But at the end of the day, like you said, like like we got to give each other, we got we got to give these quick extra flowers. Listen, man, Jalen Hurts, bro. What was he picked? Fifty third in the yeah. second round. Bypassed yeah, by thirty one teams. I think the only team I didn't pick that didn't have a chance to pick him was the Buffalo yeah. Bills, and that's because we picked before them. But right. every other team passed over him twice. Including Imagine the it. Miami Dolphins, who had two picks, and but they, they had got two at opportunities least, to get Jalen. Did not at, pick him. Go with two. They went with at, two instead. No, listen, two was not wrong, but just the, the current status of what his future may be like. It's just, it's just yeah, so God bless now. him. And God bless him. Seriously, and shout out to him, man. Hopefully, he's able yeah. To but get he, back. Put, but are you kidding me? Yeah, he had a heck of a season. Miami, oh, but yeah, he had a heck of a, a heck of a season with that receiving core. If he can come back, that receiving core. Wait, wait, wait. Tyreek Hill and Waddle's going to be a problem with him. Oh, but, big, big but, major fans. But bring it back. Bring it back. Got you. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah, my fault. But, uh, but yeah, no, but like I said before, we got to give Jalen his props, bro. They, they, uh, it, no, 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 no knock on tour, but um, t- uh, Jalen's proved to be the better quarterback so far in the career. Um, and, and that, that was before oh, I barring injury. Be. I want to say that. That was before barring who was uh, unfortunate to mishap. I still believe Jalen outplayed her. Wait, Johnny, Johnny, let me ask you a question before I was – yep. was, that, was that really a debate, Hurts and, and Tua? Was that something no, he was hearing? No, it was, okay, gotcha. No, it was to a larger point because gotcha. at the end of the day, I was just mentioning Miami had a uh, – they had two chances to pick Jalen but went with Tua instead in addition to 31 other teams that passed up on Jalen except for the Buffalo. So with that being said, look at where he climbed from. Um, what he what he turned himself into, one of those late bloomers, um, like one of those underrated picks, like those no names that made something of himself. He's he's got that integrity that you just he just can't coach. Um, three hundred yards in the Super Bowl, uh, four total touchdowns. Um, what a show! Like I'm I'm like you got to give him his flowers, bro. He's came from a long way, and look what these kids are doing, man. Listen, and 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 before and we got to and we're gonna kind of tie it into the next last topic of this episode. Uh, we're gonna focus on the spotlight of Hurts, man. Uh, I was just talking to a coworker actually at my job, and I was telling him, man, we really are a lucky franchise. You gotta think about it. Usually, when a franchise has a, a franchise quarterback who's shown to be obviously the, you know, the head, he's head and above above others. Uh, you don't the franchise usually don't follow up with an equally successful quarterback. You usually have like a little bit of trials and tribulations here and there. 
And depending on if the management is competent enough, some were shorter than others. Some were, I mean, spanning for decades. Uh, I said that, man, Carson Wentz, originally, he was supposed to be our franchise, which I still think a lot of combination factors played into him not being our franchise quarterback even now. But I still always give my hat out to him. I feel like he started his culture in terms of what Philadelphia is. Uh, he came in. I remember reading a report about Carson Wentz, not to get off topic, but just to give him his flowers. Um, Carson Wentz, I remember they said, man, I think during uh, he had a meeting with one of like, I think I think he was on a meeting with, I think he was having dinner with his girlfriend. I think he was like discussing plays with the coach underneath the table. And it was like just little stuff like that that you just see and you hear about. You just it's little stuff like that. You look at him and say, man, quarterback that invested into the plays of the team. That's only a quarterback that can lead you to, to he can he can do no wrong. He can only lead you good. Uh, and I just think it was unfortunate that Andrews played a part, you know, to his own ending with Philadelphia. But I always tell people when you bring up Nick Foles, you got to bring up Wentz. There's no Foles without Wentz. Uh, Wentz didn't carry us on his back. Uh, uh, just for uh, Nick Foles to, you know, I mean, just for, you know, Nick Foles to only get the credit because, you know, Carson Wentz kind of doesn't get credit. I see a lot of people when they talk about that Super Bowl run, they kind of exclude him out. You know, it's kind of our job as Eagles fans to make sure he's he's flat line inside and he played a special important part in our Super Bowl run. And we had a quarterback like that. Granted, he got hurt, and then we followed it up with Jalen Hurts. Uh, that doesn't happen often. Uh, we're really lucky to have back-to-back quarterbacks with great-level talent, franchise-level talent. We saw what Jalen Hurts did. I think we're set for the next 10 years, Johnny, if you, you think so. I don't see why we're not, as long as we're able to, you know, we got to give him that contract. I'm a little worried about that, but I'm sure it hurts the man. He understands the bigger picture. He understands if he wants to win a Super Bowl and be considered, you know, among the greats, uh, you know, sacrifices are going to have to be made. So I know he'll make a couple pay cuts. But I'm not mad if he gets his money. He worked hard for it. And the NFL is definitely one of those games. Your life's got to be insured or, you know, you're risking your life kind of for nothing. Well, shoot, man. I, I, I prefer, yeah, he'll definitely get paid. Um, we, it's, it's the quarterback position. They'll definitely give him his just due. I think it's in, at the same time, I believe we have no problem. It's not going to be an issue with that. We'll reach an agreement because, I believe he's at that position, right? Like the quarterback position is like one of the most highly paid positions. So you can still pay him a lump sum and still be all right with the team. And with that being said, we have a Howie, man. <laughs> like, let's not forget, we have a Howie Roseman, a contract general. Like, you know what I mean? What he does with contracts and the way he has been opening up doors for our roster has been amazing. And I think he'll handle this very well as he's handled every other contract situation. Um, I'm telling I tell you what, he would have been looking out for like general executive of the year if we had won the Super Bowl. How about that, right? He'd been, he'd have been putting his head in for that. But I tell you what, be that as it may, um No, I mean I, honestly the implications if we had won, I think it would have been kind of like the start of I, I don't want to say a dynasty because I don't believe what we'll, whatever we'll I don't think we're a dynasty. I don't think we'll ever be a dynasty. Uh, no, but, not yet. Well, who knows? But, well, yeah, eh. you, you know, I, I want to see us really, I want to see for three seasons, for three seasons straight. Yeah. We've only been for a season so far. Let's so, go three seasons straight where we're constantly, we're in their Super Bowl discussion every time yeah. preseason rolls around. 
And, okay. uh, and if we're going, and if we're going to do that, we need to keep that, like you said, that that core, not just Jalen, but I want that core, right? Right. I want Goddard, I want Smith, and I want Brown. That's our three with Jalen. Everybody else, I feel like, can work themselves out. Honestly, Quest can go, and that, I'm not going to be biased. That drop pass in the Super Bowl, I don't even want to talk about that. That was a dime. Jalen got mugged for it because that defender was right in his face, and yet still he throws a dart. And you just drop it like I just. It, Eric Pascoe had like two catches more than you did, and I, but whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to digress. But at the end of the day, we keep that nucleus together. I think we're fine for the next five years. I unless at least three years minimum. We can see that. Like I, I, I can. I can believe that. I can see that. We're definitely a cont- I, I, I twelve. What eleven wins minimum, bro? I eleven wins minimum. Like and that's just on a bad season with this team. That's my prediction. Next three years. Well, and and, and this is why I say it, it, it kind of brings it back to what I was saying originally in terms of, you know, I want to see for three seasons we're constantly three to four seasons. Are we constantly being in Super Bowl discussion? Are we constantly a threat? Are we a constantly a threat in our own division? Because I still think our division has potential, regardless of whether the Cowboys, you guys have been alive at the Cowboys or not. I still think they just a quarterback and general managers away from really shaking things up. So let's be on the lookout for them. The Washington Commanders, uh, Carson Wentz is there. Uh, people want to sleep on him. I understand what he did firsthand. Uh, I'm not sleeping on him. Uh, he could bring some changes to the Washington Commanders. We gotta, yeah, knows? like I said, yeah, I agree with that. They gotta, they gotta meet, they got an interview actually, I think soon with Airbnb. I think he might be leaving the Chiefs for the Commanders, Loki. Really? Wouldn't want that, man. I've read, I've read that in a segment via Bleacher Report. Oof, that's not, uh, man. That if, now if they get, if they, if they get that like deal that? done, if they, they get Andy that deal Reed, done, oh, you know what? Andy Reid might revitalize Mahomes' career, and it's, I'm not Mahomes' career, Carson Wentz's career, and to the extent of, like, yeah, think about it. He'll always be playing behind Patrick Mahomes, right? So that's never a question. But to know that you got that type of Guy as a relief for when your main superstars, that, that's just a different, it allows you to be more creative, kind of more willful. And you gotta think about it. Some of the plays that kind of go on, see, I, it's still a lot to talk about the Super Bowl. I'm kind of going back, but I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna stick on the future. Overall, I feel like, uh, I feel like we do have a great future. I think we got a good, a great future. I think, but it all hinges on the, whether or not that contract that the Eagles do extend to Hurts uh, is a contract that benefits both sides. The Eagles, from the financial standpoint, also Hurts from his financial standpoint, and also the point of constructing this roster to the best of what it could be. Uh, overall, me, presence being, I think our future is nice. I think our future is bright. Just got to see us. I'm not going off by just one season. Um, I want to see for at least next season, the season after, and maybe that season after that one. But, you know, overall, I, I can't complain about this season. It was great. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. We had it. a good time, man. I we got had to a talk good time, shit. bro. I was, I, got, I was there for the tailgates, man. We ain't felt as good since 2017, bro. We wore our Eagles jerseys all the way up until February. Listen, You know man. what I'm saying? We'll be back. And, you know, it's always something to rely on when you're a Sixers fan, too. So it was like, you know what? The Sixers ain't playing well. We had the Eagles. Switch your hats out, people. Exactly. <laughs> now we can't. Now it's just the Sixers hat on us now. It's just on us. It's stuck. It's up. <laughs> it's, 
Um, and you know we're you know we're just here for the ride. Uh, hopefully the Sixers can do what the Eagles didn't do. Just a Sixers fan, Eagles fan, Philadelphia Bikes fan to me. But uh, realistically speaking, we don't want to get off to the NBA. That's another segment for another day. But, there you go. Um, I just feel like overall it felt I, I haven't been able to talk shit freely to other sports teams, fans, and and just with a big smile and grin on my face knowing that we're the best and they can't say anything True. about it. Almost like a, you get that taste, that drunk taste of power. Almost of like, yeah. No, you weren't wrong, but it, listen, man, it, it wasn't Kool-Aid. It was real. I still got people looking for me, man. I tell, I went in dark. Oh, room. man. I, I, I tell, listen, I, you couldn't find me for like three days, man. Okay. Listen, they was they was looking for me, man. I went in dark mode. I just, I, just stayed, I, I stayed hidden, man. I, I had to bury myself after that. I had to listen. bury myself. Listen, the group chat, as you, you know, Johnny, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, of of the messages I was getting oh. uh, for me being an outright, almost obsessively uh, Eagles fan during this time period. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely one rightfully of those, so. Uh, <laughs> it hurts, but it hurts. But look, we got to move forward. I'm excited for this team. I'm just so excited for the potential, and that's something I could. I wasn't as excited for next year after we won Carson Wentz's Super Bowl, which is crazy. But this year, I'm actually pretty excited. Also, you know, the contract-wise, hopefully it's something they both like and they can work on. But, you know. Yeah. Um, I, and listen, real sidebar, real real quick sidebar, they need to fix yeah. that field. I'm not trying to throw no controversy. I'm not trying to save face. I know both teams played on the same field. But listen here. I looked this thing up, man. That turf was weird. All right, there was a really? guy. They they called his man. They they called it. There's an overseer of the of the NFL football grass in the football fields. His, right. They call he goes by the Sodfather. He's a 94 year old man. He oversaw mm-hmm. that field. He 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 said it was good. Well, all I know is our edge rushes was slipping. Hassan Reddick said it in the interview. It came out later. Like that 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 field was horrible. And I'm just really? saying, he shouldn't have had a 94 year old man overseeing grass. I don't want to sound biased, but the, I think the Sodfather had a part. And with that, I, I just don't like that that story. I hate that. I think it, I, I, that that's been sticking in the back of my head. I had to let that out. <laughs> wow, uh, I didn't even know that. Uh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, they had a thing. They had man. a thing about that. They said the field was horrible, man. That's it. That was one of the worst playing football fields on the. Well, the that did. Thanks to the side father, they called. I mean, listen, John. Let me throw this in there. I don't want to be that guy. But you know, it sounds like you're making a little excuses for us while we lost. Man, listen here, man. I didn't say it first. I didn't say it first. I didn't say it first, man. Hassan Reddick said it, and listen, it came out in the media. I listen. I tell you one thing. I'd be surprised if Arizona's hosting another Super Bowl soon, uh, pretty soon. Oh my! Now surprised. we're talking like this. I'd so, be surprised, so, man. Wait, listen Johnny. Here, man. Johnny, I that thought was you... a thing a little bit. I know I the game's decided, the... but. Uh, I thought you was the, ad, I'm the, just, George Toma, the advocate. George Toma, George Toma, that's his name. Wait, hold on, John. I thought you was the, you was the, uh, uh, you know, you're not the advocate. You're Listen, the I'm not. I'm What's not, going I'm on? Yeah, advocate. Just, yeah, and, advocate. And, and, and you know what? Right here, and at the end of the day, like I said, it's just analytics. It came out in the news. It was nah. spoken on by Hassan Reddick in a press conference, and it was looked into. And that grass was slippery. Listen, why did the Eagles change their cleats? Why did the Eagles change their cleats and the Chiefs mm. side didn't? The Eagles changed their cleats mm. in the, at the second half. That mm. field was horrible. Wait, 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 wait. Grip. Come on, man. Allow me to interject. 
Well, hold on, I'm gonna let you finish all that rant, but let me interject. So you, so who are you blaming on this? The script? Or are you blaming the guy? Who, who, who's really at fault? Who's the real culprit behind our disaster? I'm blaming the side father. You're not blaming the script. Who writes the script? Roger Goodell. <laughs> Uh, no, we'll find that out on the next episode of the yeah, his own yeah. podcast. But with that listen. being said, <laughs> that's horrible. Listen, <laughs> it's horrible, but we're not going to end it off on a horrible note. We're going to end it off with a positive note. We're going to that concludes episode ninety four of the Restricted Zone podcast. I want to give a big shout out uh, to my fellow co-host right here, Johnny. Shout out to you, Johnny. Uh, the analysis, not the advocate. Can't thank you enough. Hopefully the fans enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording this episode with you. Uh, thanks a lot for everyone tuning in that's been supporting us through Instagram, uh, checking the viewers, clicking on the links, regardless of what streaming platform you clicked on. We do see it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it motivates us. It definitely inspires us to go hard with the, the episodes that we push and what we do. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at RestrictedZonePod. You can also follow us individually at Instagram, it'll be in the description below. Uh, you can also follow us on basically any streaming platform, and the best part of it all, three ninety nine. You don't gotta pay a dime, nickel, or a dollar. It's free. Uh, we're on Spotify, to Anchor, to Google Podcasts, to Apple Podcasts. We will be on uh, uh, YouTube very shortly. We will be on it shortly after I believe the hundredth episode. So be on the lookout for that. So that way, I figure for anyone that's just simply isn't able to access any one of those streaming platforms or the, you know, those devices, you can definitely go on YouTube. It's mass, it's free for everyone, and, you know, everyone should be able to get a chance to check us out. Uh, so can't wait. Looking forward for that to being dropped. Website in the near future as well. A lot of great things for the pod. So definitely be on the lookout, and we couldn't have done it without you guys. So shout out to you guys. A little bit late on the episode, but it's here. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll be back with some NBA All-Star action in episodes next week. Have a great day, guys, and be safe.